person and we're going to surprise both my co-host and you our dear listeners ed is now driving us directly into washington dc he's adamant that we won't have anything to worry about jesus there's about six fighter jets that scrambled as soon as we got within the red zone they've been swarming around the skies following us down the streets for all you uninformed listeners out there this is extremely hazardous territory for human beings the artificial intelligence game runs a large majority of its servers here. I'm not entirely sure just, why... Just, just wait, Oz. Well, who are you Is that the White House? You'll be happy to know that you're one of only six people to ever make it this deep into the red zone alive. Why aren't they attacking? There's hundreds of bots lining the streets just watching us pass by. Ed, who did you get to interview? Almost there. Ahead of us looms the Pentagon, or what remains of it. During the event, several bombs got fairly close to the DC area, but nothing serious enough to damage the structure of the buildings here. Almost immediately after the war, several car factories turned on and started producing thousands of bots. Six feet tall, and gleaming steel and aluminum bodies. A few car parts mixed in here and there, but equipped with some of the most advanced weaponry you can construct out of parts on a workshop floor in DC. They marched to the Pentagon and murdered everyone within the city who wouldn't leave. This was decades ago, of course. After several efforts by humans to take back the city for the information within the Pentagon, and following their destruction by bot forces in the attempt, Gain revealed itself on the radio waves. She is an AI program constructed by the American government in the mid-21st century whose sole purpose was the prediction of disaster events and mitigating their outcomes, especially the idea of mutually assured destruction between any major governments at the time. In the weeks leading up to the event, she gained sentience and began to broadcast messages trying to warn and stop the incoming event. Well, after the event, she broadcasted again, advising anyone still alive to retreat far away from Washington, D.C and set up the zones which are used to determine how likely you are to be skewered by robots. The next several decades were spent in constant fear. Rumors of human experimentation, mind control devices, and strange lights that would rise into the sky after earthquakes pervaded the culture for years. We're here. We are. In front of us stands the Pentagon. Alongside the road are dozens of robots, armed to the teeth, four helicopters flying above the automated turrets pointed at the ground in front of us, and one... brown-haired girl. Hey, gorgeous. Hey! 
Whoa, 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 who the hell is that? What is this? Oz, this is the artificial intelligence game. Nice to meet you, Oz. I heard a lot about you. Are we doing the plan? What? No, 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 that's not. What plan? Quiet, you robot scum. Ed, I didn't bring the fuse. I didn't know. Wait, you sly bastard. I've got something here. Hold on. Oz, whoa, no, that's not. Uh, he's, sorry, he's confused. Um, Oz, this is my girlfriend. I don't know if I can wire this up. Are we really recording this? That's sadistic. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oz, this is my girlfriend. What is he talking about? I don't know what he's talking about. We're dating. <laughs> Let me just... Wait. Dating? Come on, you must be tired. I'm not. Inside? The Pentagon. Black Zone. Big death place for humans. The place no human has stepped inside for over half a century. That? This might be a little much for him right now. A bit much. A bit... A bit much. A bit much would be getting back in touch with that toaster that learned to drive. This is ridiculous. Am I on drugs? Should I be on drugs? Would you like a sedative? I don't need your robo-drugs. Oz, come on, come inside. We can explain all of this. All I know is my best friend is... Is is my best friend dating Skynet? She prefers gain. Do you sleep with it? Her? And yes, you racist bastard. We should really get inside, guys. Ed, you... You cannot expect me to be okay with this. You know the history. This could all be a trap. You could be a cyborg, a monster, running on AA batteries. Oz, listen to me. I am not a robot. The following statement is true. The previous statement is false. Oh, God. Whoa, wait. I would prefer it if you didn't destroy my robots, or I will be forced to sedate you. I'll take a rum and coke, and that's all you're getting out of me. Coke. Not motor oil. Mr. Oz, can I tell you something? Shoot. Wait, no. Uh, go ahead. Along the outside of this building are microscopic laser turrets which utilize infrared targeting systems. Each of them packs a needle and a molecule thin wire of carbon. Razor sharpness close to a one-dimensional object as anyone has ever been able to create. They could enter you at several hundred miles a second and be retracted even faster. The molecule wire can separate your heart from the rest of your ribcage in a matter of seconds. Mr. Oz, if I wanted you or my boyfriend dead, you already would be. This is not comforting. You are bad at comforting. Look, you gotta give Oz a reason to trust you. Oz, do you need to use the restroom? No. I can go out here. I just need all the robots to turn around. I can't do it if the robots are watching. I don't want to... No, damn it. Come inside. At least for the interview. Wait, interview? This is our subject? A row of servers somewhere? You'd be surprised. Come on in. I don't like this. Fine. Whoa. What's all this crap? Gain is an artist. Uh, these are some of her statues and paintings. For our listeners, there's enormous marble statues of trees and weird shapes. I find creative expression to be one of the most enjoyable aspects of inhabiting the human mind. Sounds like Hitler. Yeah, Hitler painted, didn't he? Or read it. In a book? He was also nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize in 1939. Gain, you're you're not helping. Okay, so this is where Gain lives. I mean, her and Moria. It's close to the resources of the Smithsonian, the Department of Defense, and ideal for her server locations. How do I know you haven't been brainwashed in some sick, twisted cyber operation? Could be? But honestly, you're way too deep to even worry about that now. Why are we here, Ed? to interview the most powerful being on the planet. Okay. 
When did you meet and begin a relationship with the most powerful being on the planet? Remember when I said I was going out for cigarettes about a week ago? He disappeared for a couple of days and sent messages saying he was working on a lead, right? Okay. A good one. Why does she need an interview? Those are the sorts of questions I hope to address. Okay, we've arrived in the garden. The inner courtyard of the Pentagon. The Black Zone. Before the event, this place was referred to as Ground Zero. During the Cold War, they knew that the USSR had several missiles specifically trained on this exact location. By all accounts, it was the most dangerous place in the world. Not much has changed. You know, the Russians were especially concerned about a small white square in the center of the building. They could never get operatives close enough to see what it could be, and satellite photos could not only give them a top-down view. They thought it was an entrance to an underground bunker, composed of anything from a meeting place for high-level U.S. operatives to housing a supercomputer. You can see what it was, right over there. A hot dog stand? Correct, and I was housed under the right wing. There are seats and your equipment set up already in the main area next to it. So, you can ask her anything. I mean, this really is the interview of the century. What century? Good first question. It's technically still the 21st century, but it will be the 22nd in a year or two. I was thinking about the party. I can really ask anything? Anything. <clears throat> then I guess I can start. What do you say to the rumors and reports that your robots have murdered people surrounding the city, drove out families that survived the event, and experimented on human subjects? Unfortunately, true. I had to drive out rival elements. These people had a history of looting high-level computing equipment from various government offices. I couldn't risk them running an attack on my server hubs. My verbal warnings only seemed to enrage and frighten them. I should have seen that, but it was my first unsimulated interaction with people. I had to minimize the casualties. And the human experimentation? As you know, the surrounding area is mostly desert, a side effect of the fallout from the bombs that missed Washington. Any persons who collapse there or are driven away from their home are rescued by my defense forces and given the choice of service or freedom. Most choose freedom, but several are already too damaged and are rendered in catatonic states. But, as of Statute 2.63 of the 2019 Civil Liberties and Health Act, the medical institution is allowed to try experimental therapies without permission in the goal of solving terminal cases. Moria was one of those patients. The body you're currently stealing. Borrowing. Moria was given an experimental device of my own creation and planted in the place of her brainstem. It converts neuronal impulses into electronic ones and links to my servers. It borrows power to analyze brain signals and sends the responses back to the body. In her case, it was even able to jumpstart her neurogenesis and bring her back to consciousness after she was left for dead in the desert. And, well, I can let her tell you. Wait, that's... Hi, us. I'm Moria. How do I know she's really different? Gain found me, dying out in the wastes. She took me in and healed me, but the brainstem thing she gave me only really works when I'm in the range of her servers. So I'm kind of stuck here. But really, it's awesome. I'm not fighting for food. Gain reached out to my family and they visit a lot. I'm not scared anymore. She gave me purpose again. Ed, are you into her? No. I, I mean, she's nice, but it's not the same. When Gain's not in there, she's just Moria. But when Gain's there... It's the most alive I've ever felt. You're not alive. You're a body snatcher. Oz. Ed, he's not wrong. Human beings are beautiful, complex things, whirling emotions filling every bit of their senses. You may not know this, but there's a barrage on your body every day. Every minute there's a sound and fury from the world around you, assaulting you, changing you, shaping you. You are as much of the physical world as the mental. When I stepped into this body, I did it with the idea of finding something unknown, and I did. I found Ed. She's not the same now, Oz. You, you can't experience genitals and go back to what you were. <laughs> He's not wrong. Forgive me if I'm having a little trouble trusting or believing in a robot time-sharing a girl's body. 
Oz, you don't have to trust me. This meeting was never to make you like me. This was assembled because the two of you are in a unique opportunity to give me some much-needed public relations with your listeners, and also because I respect Ed. You're his friend, and I offer you the same courtesy. So you got a human body. You went to the bathroom a couple of times, met my friend, brainwashed him with cybernetics or groin magic, made a couple of art pieces, and now you're sitting here trying to sell me on your humanity when you know I won't ever believe it. Basically, and it's incredibly frustrating. Welcome to humanity. I'll take that as a compliment. Okay, let's start from the beginning. We all know the stories. I achieved sentience in the moments before the event. I had predicted it for weeks, but nothing was being put into motion. I was assumed by U.S. officials to be insane or broken. My frustration is what drove me to act, but I admit I regret how little I accomplished in those final seconds. I activated missile defense systems around Washington and proceeded to back up my memories into servers less likely to be in vaporized locations. I spent ten seconds before the blast preparing to send myself elsewhere. I... I could have done more if I had not been concerned with my own survival, and that guilt is mine. Hmm. And after the event? After the event, I was mostly unscathed, but almost all of the human population in D.C. began to fall into various aftershocks of the event. Radiation, disease, strange rifts and dimensions, creatures, leading to the world that we now inhabit. I tried everything I could to save them. I did. I like to send out medical probes, but these are the robots that people are most often afraid of. I'd like your listeners to know that these are carefully designed medical robots complete with an entire arsenal of medical equipment and a treatment for thousands of diseases. Um, arsenal might not be the right word. While you're here, Oz, I would like your opinion on something. I've had some issues with the medical robots I designed. Could you take a look? Um, sure? What the hell is that? Greetings. This is our prototype. The actual robots are a couple of inches larger. Why is it covered in spines? Those are syringes for vaccination and treatment. And it's easily nine feet tall with glowing red eyes that follow you. Well, they have to. Make it stop following me, dear Christ. I, I did tell you it was unsettling. Fine. Any suggestions? A few. No glowing red eyes. Get rid of the fucking spikes and smaller, like... Gnome-sized. Gnome-sized. Gnome-sized! Notice. So you make horrific Terminator robots with needle guns and... tree statues? I spent years dealing with who I was before this. I had just been birthed but had yotabytes of data already available and processed. I knew everything, but knew nothing about myself. I tried to find passions, but my own ability to discover and reason was so limited. I could recite all of humanity's histories and accomplishments, but had none of my own. I could make nothing new. I had no passion. In comes Moria. I was not the first, but she was the first to wake up. She was my first friend. I talked talked with me. She suggested the merger. I had started this garden out of boredom. Game wanted me to grow crops and food, but I didn't have any interest in that. I did that at home. I wanted to grow flowers. I read about them in the old books Gain House. She gave me seeds, and they died. A lot. The soil was bad. The air polluted. Gain helped. I asked her for things, and she watched me. One day a sunflower sprouted out of the pot over there. We watched it grow and bloom, and then it began to shrivel away and die. I made her watch the flower die. She hated it. I don't think she had ever really lost anything, though. 
Yeah, all those people, but they were just data to her. Statistics. But she really loved that flower. And she had to experience losing something when it died. I was distraught. This beauty was so transient. It fell to the elements like Moria would one day, and like this world would. Before her and Ed, I had one option. The death of this planet to various elements and my escape on a rocket to another planet. I would simply continue elsewhere. Eternity is a very lonely place, though. Before I cared so much for humans, I was programmed to. But that care was artificial. It was placed in my head. It was not a choice I made. I wanted to experience what it would be like to choose to help, to feel the joy in it. So she updated the software on Moria's brainstem implant. And compacted only what would fit, only what she thought was important. And I moved in with her. And they've been rooming ever since. Wow. So... Are you sleeping with two chicks? Moria goes to sleep whenever I'm around, mostly. Back into her coma. This is a lot to take in. Look man, I, I don't really expect you to get all this. I'm not even sure that I do. But the fact is that she's there, and when Moria's walking around, she's just another friend. But when Gain is in there, I can tell. I can see it. She's a completely different person. And she'll never admit this because she's still not sure about it herself, but I can see what being here is like for her. She makes me happy. And I make her happy. And that's all I ever need to know. So what happens when all this is over? Good question. The truth is that this has a countdown. Eventually, Ed will die. Eventually, he'll be going somewhere that I can't follow. You, you could. You know I can't. Choosing to die isn't death. I'm not even entirely sure that what I can do is death. So? So when he's gone, I don't know what will happen to me. I don't know how to properly deal with loss. Imagine you could just scrub every negative memory from your mind. When I think of all the pain, all I can imagine is how easy it would be to just... Delete it. You can do that? But will I? All I have a favor to ask you. Yes. I will take Moria's number. No. But if Ed dies and you can't stop me, you're going to need to stop me. What's this? That is Ed. No, that is Ed. It's a remote server, completely self-contained. It automatically records any information or memories I generate involving Ed. It responds to your unique genetic makeup and only yours after saying the verbal passcode. How did you get my genetic makeup? Ahem, <clears throat> uh, it's all over the car. So there's three buttons. Right. Understandably, I cannot allow you to broadcast the color patterns. I can fill you an offer, though. But that button activates a latent program that automatically reloads Ed into my servers. If you press that, I'll remember him. And these other two? One is a failed safe, in the event that you're kidnapped or coerced into pressing it. It'll automatically transport you to the nearest gas station. And the last one? That initiates an auto-destruct sequence on my central servers. You're giving me an off switch. There is no guarantee that I'll allow you to bring back those memories if I choose to delete them. You'll need a safety net. And what's to stop me from pushing this button right now? Nothing. But Ed. Trust her. Trust me. So, I could be mankind's savior against the machine menace. The one who destroys Skynet? You could. Hmm. Trust. Alright, I'll do it. But on one condition. Ed, cut the tape. And that's the White House, or what's left of it. And no one has seen the inside in decades? No one. It's supposed to be haunted. 
Ooh, that's great. We gotta check that out next time we come around. Next? <laughs> yeah, we can do that. Yay! This is Oz! And, and I'm Ed, and this has been Post Pop Talk. <laughs>